Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. This is Tommy, and today I'm joined by a fantastic man named Patrick Sullivan. Hi there, Tommy. Thanks for inviting me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to be interviewed. Absolutely. Patrick's a special person. I'm going to tell you about him in just a second, but he is actually the reason I even started this podcast. So, great guy. So, just as a reminder, this show is for someone who's trying to figure out what to do with their life. And in this show, within 15 minutes or less, we are going to expose you to people who have found their passion, mission, destiny, or purpose and are living it and loving it. Okay? So, Patrick Sullivan. Patrick, how old are you? Uh, well, I'll be turning 65, believe it or not. Okay. I'll be able to get Medicare soon. It's, it's honestly kind of hard to believe because Patrick has the energy of probably like an 18-year-old. I, I think he got a lot of energy when he was young and it, it never left him. Patrick, I, I chose to have him on the show today because he's just alive and super passionate. And like I said, he's the guy that inspired me to get going with my show. So just to give you a little backstory on Patrick right now, he is a, he's, he owns his own real estate company for in business for 30 years, uh, 35 now, 35. Yeah. Long time. And then he also is a delegate to the Democrat party. And he also is the, uh, is it host or co-host? Yeah. I'm the uh, co-anchor with, uh, Andre DeVito. Yep. Of, uh, up-and-coming Bay Area podcast called The Level... No, <laughs> that's my own podcast. Called um, podcast. podcast by the Bay. And let me share a little bit something with you. The yeah. podcast, Andre is about 40. I went to school with his uncle. <laughs> I went to school with his uncle. He's got a broadcasting background, and he's living in Rockland, California. Oh, really? That's uh, and, funny. And we just absolutely rock on putting this thing together. <laughs> yeah, it's a really interesting dynamic. And uh, yeah, so, okay. So do you want to say a few, uh, a few words about what you're doing now? Cause I think this podcast is really cool. And, um, and you, I just, you just got so much passion for what's going on in your life. What so tell you? me a little bit about the podcast. Tell me a little bit about your real estate and why you're so excited. Okay. Well, I'm excited about the podcast. First of all, we, yeah. we actually opened up a little over 90 days ago. Andre and I came up with an idea where tired about the right or tired about the left. Yeah. We just want to have reported news with qualified interviews with people mm-hmm. and getting ideas and solutions. It's not about whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or a Green Party. Yeah. It just doesn't make any difference whether you're a teacher, or a lawyer, or a banker, or a technology person. But how can we collaborate those ideas together to make solutions that make sense for us? Mm-hmm. And today, as you know, our news is pretty much like tabloids you know you, 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 you listen to CNN on the on the TV and it's more about the sex drugs and rock and roll and it's not really getting into the meat of the solutions uh-huh. um, we have a we have papers and I'm not going to mention their names there they make their money from advertised sponsorships okay mm-hmm. so there's no hard reporting news anymore and everybody's gonna get their news either from CNN it's very opinion based very opinion based right and it's yeah. money driven um, Andre's and our podcast, we, we're interviewing Democrats, Republican, Green Party. We're interviewing council people, successful people. Uh-huh. We're going after issues. We, we, we had a uh, one on, on the Brock Turner, the Stanford swimmer, and we yeah. interviewed the professor from Stanford, uh, Michelle Dauber, who has uh, been aggressive to recall the judge for yeah. giving too light of a sentence. Absolutely. And this affects everybody, too. So and then we're going to have somebody that's going to be speaking in another couple of weeks on why did Brock Turner get that mm-hmm. sentence and what did the judge do? So 
We're not taking sides. We want people to evaluate the facts and the information and make their own decisions or come yeah. together. Which I love. And, and one thing I, I learned in talking with you is that you have a belief system that you don't know everything. And with that, I think a lot of us actually have that belief system without knowing it. So um, it seems like you developed that at a young age because I asked you earlier if you could go back in time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you say? And you told me there's there's two main things that you you would tell your 18-year-old self. First off, you'd say, don't be a know-it-all. And secondly said, don't beat yourself up. You want to tell me a little bit about how that affected you when you're younger and then tell me about how what happened that got you to, to change well, you your, know, your I, attitude. As I mentioned to you, Tommy, I had a little setback when I was in grammar school. I was left back a grade um, and I went to private school. So that kind of impacted me a little bit and impacted yeah. me to the point that I was tougher on myself, wanting to, to succeed harder and try harder. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you push yourself and because you're feeling not as confident about yourself, you're hurting yourself. So mm -hmm. so it took me many years. Um, I moved out of my house when I was 18 oh, wow. um, and supported myself. My father was very adamant you weren't mm -hmm. going to complete college and you will do the, you know, you won't do it. And I said, well, you know, dad, I'm oh. determined. He would Somebody. say he would say that you he doesn't think he doesn't believe you can do it. Well, he didn't think I could do it. So wow. um, so I went ahead. Um, I got up my AA degree and then transferred to San Francisco State, which became a university wow. in the year I graduated. So <laughs> I was lucky w with that. So what I learned about myself that was important: don't beat yourself up. And as I mentioned to you, Tommy, one of the pivotal things that happened was a car accident when I was a junior in college. I was an wow. average student. Yeah trying extra hard studying, thinking I knew the answers. And the, a drunk hit me on a head-on accident off wow. Mission Street in uh, Daly City. Okay. I was cut out of the vehicle. Um, yeah. My life was saved. I just started to have a sense of humor, a little bit more uh, glib sense of humor. Because you, you were laying in bed thinking, like, am I even going to make it? I wasn't even sure. I was at intravenous feeding. I'm in a hospital. and looked like my mom, my dad. At that time, I had a couple girlfriends. So a couple? A couple at that time. So, <laughs> so it, it was nice. Wow. But, but And I lost all my front teeth, my jaw. Wow. Uh, and, the, and the highway patrol that came mm -hmm. was a kid that I went to grammar school with. Mm -hmm. And I was unconscious. I didn't know who, who it was. So, uh, And the unique thing is I got out of the hospital a week later. I, need, I needed a car. I had a big Buick Skylark. And if you can imagine, the drunk hit me so fast and hard that the engine was pushed in the passenger side wow not only was it pushed in the passenger my father heard it on his police radio that someone's going that my name was being mentioned i was going to intensive care wow. you know so you never know that that changed my life i became an honor student the really first time uh, <clears throat> i graduated at state with a 3.8 uh, that's a big so change big change big change i didn't even know what the honor roll meant until i got it so <laughs> it was fascinating it was it was wow. good. So, so the you, reward was just don't beat yourself up. And in not beating yourself up, you actually did better? Well, <clears throat> you know, in some ways, I think the beating myself up uh, taught me a lesson. And I learned young enough with the accident to overcome that. But mm. if I had to, to, to say something to the viewers, don't beat yourself up. Mm. Pat yourself on the back. Pat your friends on the back. Remember, mm. you can do it. Just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Mm. And I think that leads into another key lesson that you taught me, which is that um, if it's good, do it. Now, you were telling me a really interesting perspective that, that um, if you don't really know what to do, you can look for something good to do for someone else, and that'll open a door to something else. 
And it, it's about opening different doors. You want to talk a yeah, little bit about that? <clears throat> well, opening different doors means that do something that you may have a little fear about. I think uh, Tom, oh, really? you brought that <clears throat> up to me. Yeah. They say the two things, as I mentioned, getting married and public speaking are the most difficult things for people uh, <laughs> to do. Yeah. Um, I can remember one time I got invited to a ropes course uh-huh. off, off Skyline. And if ropes course is when you... Uh, are challenged yourself to go across in a forest to <clears throat> maybe there's two uh, two tight ropes that are made of iron maybe six inches and then you build yourself up huh. to go into a hall a bigger thing and then you have a harness and you're uh, you're supposed to go up a tree and climb on a plant but you're working with a team a group of people <laughs> that are supporting you they're, so that if you fall they're gonna catch you oh. I remember my one of my fears that scared me because I was competing with this really athletic guy and I wanted to beat him bad. I really wanted to beat him. <laughs> yeah. I was an okay athlete, but this guy was, I really wanted to beat him. Yeah. So we did a little event with a Redwood uh, bench, a picnic bench, yeah. where you would, um, everybody would circle around the picnic bench. And what you had to learn to do is they were going to catch you, but you would fall backwards. So you'd get oh. at the edge of the picnic bench and fall backwards. Oh gosh. <laughs> so for some reason, uh, they missed a couple times with me. <laughs> I, I don't know whether my timing was off, but it was just the idea that I had built the fear in my body. And since the fear was in my body, I couldn't overcome that. Mm. So even though I was so determined to do so overcome your fears, hmm. challenge your fears. I like that. And I also like, do you want to tell the story about your encounter with the two homeless men? I think that's a really good example of just finding good, yeah, you know, little uh, ways to be good to people. A, f- a few years ago, the Giants were in the playoff, and I uh, went with my girlfriend, Gloria, and um, we didn't eat a Subway sandwich. We had one of those six-foot sandwiches, so I decided to uh, wrap it up and give it to a homeless person outside AT&T in Park. Yeah. So I met a homeless guy, and he was down there begging for money and all that kind of stuff. So I wrapped up the sandwich, even though he wanted money, and I handed it to him. Mm-hmm. I didn't walk, but maybe 10 feet or 15 feet. Yeah. And you could hear plop, plop, plop. The homeless person had thrown the sandwich in the bay. Mm. And Gloria smugly looks at me and says, well, I guess he didn't want your sandwich. <laughs> so, so we It's walked. like, it's funny, but it probably still hurts some. Yeah, it did a little bit, you know, to see that sandwich go down. <laughs> so I, we walked um, probably not more than 100 feet. And we, we uh, ran into a gentleman with a New York Mets beat up baseball hat, a shopping cart, plastic cart, ghetto blaster on it. And Gloria walks up to the man and says, are you really homeless or are these props? For the next 10 or 15 minutes, we talked to the man who was from New York, a Vietnam veteran, strung out on crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, 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 Gloria kind of started to feel for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Gloria dug down and she gave that person $10. Mm-hmm. And the moral of the story was you don't know where somebody is telling you the truth or not, but the thing is that you did a good deed. Mm. And the most important thing is to continue to do good deeds because the more good deeds, it comes back to you. Mm. It's not just helping yourself by helping others. It's important. So mm. sometimes you don't know if the person is just conning you or not, but it's the idea that you're doing something good for someone. Mm. Oh, I love it. I think you took a similar attitude. I, I just want to bring this up too, because uh, this you you pointed out that when someone disagrees with you, you had a really interesting perspective. When someone disagrees with you or when someone tries to attack you with words and you know they, they're trying to be mean, they're trying to be rude, you had a, I think it was a similar perspective where 
you're not trying to do something good because you know this person is a perfect person it's going to work out great you do something good because you do something good and similarly i think you, you took a similar attitude when someone disagrees with you or is mad with you um do you want do you want to talk about that a little yeah, bit i think it's pretty yeah cool. it's something that i i i've only learned in probably the last 20 years and the most empowering thing when somebody wants to argue or fight with you and there, there's really no right or wrong going anywhere with that discussion. You need to empower yourself to really listen to that person and say, you know, maybe I need to get back with you. Mm. Or I never thought about that. Uh, instead of get the confrontation, get yourself aggravated about, try to put yourself in their shoes for a moment. Do you <laughs> really believe that? Do you think mm. that really makes sense? As opposed to attacking them. And then say, would you mind thinking about it a little bit? I, I, I'm not sure I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, no, I'm right, you're wrong, and, and stuff like that. So I think, and the thing that you're also doing for yourself is you're not getting yourself upset. You're mm. not you're getting your blood pressure up. You're not getting angry. At negative somebody. energy. Negative energy. Yeah. So continue with positive energy. And, yeah. and I think that's real important. To, and you can learn so much because <clears throat> that's probably the major problem in, in the world today. Yeah. Everybody has to be right or wrong. Mm. Can't we find a common ground? I think mm. in our thought process... It's not one way or the other way. And I think until we develop more thought process where other people's ideas mean something, um, we can do that. A lot of times the politics that we have or the ideas we have come from our parents. Mm -hmm. And oh, they yeah. mean well. Yeah, uh, And that maybe came from their grandparents. So yeah. sometimes when you, you... And it could be ideas about our career or what Absolutely. our life should be about or Absolutely. politics. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm, oh, that's a really good point. Okay, so if you had 30 seconds to sit down with a kid and just give him a few basic little advice, him or her, about, and, and this person, it could be a kid, it could be an older person who's trying to figure out what to do with their life, what would you say to them? I would say try anything, try anything. Stick with something long enough to find out whether you like it. It's easy, you know, <clears throat> I can remember an example um, I used to scoop ice cream for $1.50 an hour in Ceremony. <laughs> and wow. I had 38 flavors there up on this thing. And then, you know, the majority of the people that would come would either get chocolate, strawberry, or vanilla. Uh -huh. So sometimes try something different. Maybe that coffee, caramel coffee, will be really good. Uh -huh. So be willing to take a risk and try something different. Mm. And with what you said earlier, it's... Be willing to take a risk, but also be willing, be okay with being wrong. Yeah, be okay with being wrong because that you've learned something. And mm -hmm. sometimes even if it doesn't work out for you, try it again. Try mm -hmm. it again. Don't give it. up. You never know what might happen. You never know what might happen. Remember, go through those doors. Mm -hmm. Open that one door, go through the next door mm -hmm. until you find that door. But stay there long enough to find out whether you really liked it or you really didn't. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you very much for your time today, Patrick. Well, I appreciate that, Tommy. Thanks. And for you, how can how can if people want to look you up, how can they look you up? They can look me up by podcastbythevey. dot com. dot com. We're okay. also on uh, Stitcher, Facebook, Google, mm -hmm. uh, and Podbean. Okay, Podbean. I haven't heard of that one. That's cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you. Bye bye.